Welcome to another one more episode of Sales with Aslan. I'm your host, Tom Stanfield, and I'm here, of course, with my trusty co-host, Dr. Tab Norris, the Chuck Norris of sales training. Tab, how are you doing today, my friend? Fantastic. Doing well. Tab. You look, you look great today, by the way. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm closing on my house today, Tab. Is that it? Is that why you look yeah. good? Because you feel uh, good, therefore you uh, Well, look I just feel like I got to dress up a little bit. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, got, I do have tennis shoes on. Do the kids okay. call them, still call them tennis shoes? They call, yeah, sneakers. That's what sneakers. we call them. Is that what they call them, sneakers? Yeah, they call them sneakers back in the uh, 70s. No, I don't know what they call them. Are you kidding? Mm. I, I'm only five years younger. <laughs> <laughs> still both old. <laughs> uh, you know, Tab, how we always kind of talk about how great the podcast is going to be and the yeah. great guests. So we, we should probably just go ahead and let the listeners know it's probably not going to be that great of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to set the bar really low. Well, if we always say this is an amazing podcast, is really excited about them, you know, which everybody does. And then if you say that every time, it can't be true. It so loses. We're go ahead and say impact. this is going to be a very good podcast. <laughs> it, no, I think I think I'm going to rephrase that. Tom. I think you're I think you're I think you're going a little too far. OK, it too far, may too not far. be the best. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> it may not it's gonna be good but we're always trying to go from good to great so mm -hmm. we can't maybe say this right is great but it's you know what happens uh-huh sometimes when you come at it as a good you walk you look back and you go that was great so that's what okay. i'm striving for you know what you know what tab let's just let's just build this i'm sure the listeners just cannot stand how you're probably so excited they can't stand it as we're exactly. talking about the podcast uh, I think we should just bill it as we're not sure how good it's going to be. There you go. It's a little bit that? of a flyer. It could it's be. It could be amazing. Right now, we're just not sure. Yeah. Although I will say the topic is probably one of the most important. I, I would even say the most important topic we will ever cover, but no one cares. <laughs> wow, that's a strong statement. <laughs> that's not true. No, but it's, it's not something. It's, it's not, not something fuzzy. people. Yeah, it's not something people search on the internet and go, hey, how do I have a better relationships? Yeah. You know, I want to have a better relationships with my customers. Most people, you know, it's more the, the, the more pressing needs, the stated needs are, you know, how do I increase pipeline velocity? How do I get more meetings? How do I qualify accounts? How do I win more? Right. Today, we're going to talk about kind of the foundation. Yeah, which really we found, Tom, I think mm -hmm. is. To, it, it may not get all the press as yeah, I suggest. Press, press, good word, press. You know, but but people that don't do this well struggle and people that do it well kill it. Yeah. So it does matter. Tab, can I give you a little, uh, can I give you a little word picture, kind of a mm. setup our topic today in which the topic is, uh, just to be clear, we're going to talk about how to have amazing relationships, not only with our customers, but with the people we care about the most. Uh, so that's the topic today. Yeah. Um, and probably you saw that in description. So, uh, but that's a topic, but I want to, I want to kind of set it up by telling a little story tab. Can I tell Cause okay. I did mention we're closing yeah. on the house today. Yeah. Well, we had one con we had one contract on our house. You know, the whole, the thing they're talking about, everybody, you know, is bidding so many, you get so many people looking at your house and there's a bidding war. Well, we had to actually yeah. had that happen. And somebody came in well above asking price, but tab that deal fell through. Oh God, don't you hate it when that happens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the due diligence period, it fell through. And here's why. Because they went under the house and they looked at the foundation. Mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Right. So I was all worried about what the painting, the paint, you know, is the house painted? Is the house clean? Is, you know, yeah. is everything decorated? Not got a new door, all the stuff that you could see, you know, the, yeah, the street yeah. appeal, all that, stuff, which, which is I know important, is important to you, which Very is important, important to me. Right. But what hurt the deal was the foundation mm. right now. It turns out, you know, if the people who are buying my house now hear this. <laughs> 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 they're, they're like, well, wait a minute. No, no, we had to, we did have to get a foundation person and it was all fine and we worked it out and it's all great. And, but, but the point is you can't overlook the foundation. That's the point. Yeah. You yeah. can't overlook. It's not, it may not be the most pressing, but here's the foundation relationship determines influence. Yeah. Now, let me say that again. Relationship determines influence. It's not mm -hmm. the goal of building a relationship isn't the relationship of itself, if you're in sales, right? Yeah. Um, the goal is, is if the better the relationship you have, the better influence you have. It also helps make you more fulfilled and enjoy what you do at work. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's um, and let's apply it personally, Tab. Are we ever happier than our relationships? Yeah, or miserable. Works well, both ways, yeah, right? Yeah. You know? Well, you're never happier than the than your relationships. If your relationships yeah. are going well, yeah, you're doing well. If your relationships aren't doing well, you're doing poorly. You're yes. doing poorly. So relationships matter. So we're going to talk about how to have the most successful, fulfilling relationships with your customer, and we're going to apply this to personally, Tab. Yeah. So, how do you feel about the topic today, Tab? I love it. I'm I'm a I'm a big fan. Um, I, I a lot of times in my <laughs> Big fan of relationships. I was putting my coffee <laughs> all over the microphone. I'm a big fan. Of fan. I'm a big fan. I, you well, know, you know I'm me, married. Tom. I have you and I. kids. I have lots of clients. I'm, I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of this this idea of relationships. Kind of what good. I do every day of my life. That's why we call so, you the doctor. The doctor. Yeah. You know, I'm a doctor of relationships. Tell us what the doctor thinks about relationships. Um, I know I do, and and I've always been a. I've relied heavily in my multi mm -hmm. many years of sales experience. I've, I've relied heavily upon relationships and, but, you know, I learned early that it, it, you, you can't build relationships for return on investment, ah. but if you build relationships, you will be just fine. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it really is. I, I when I, people, I've seen people try to do it kind of as a tactic, yeah, like okay. it's trans. I call it yeah. transactional. Like yeah. I'll do these things and act like I want to be your friend, right. but it's ultimately about to get something from right. Well, and you, Tom, you know, I spend a lot of time in front of salespeople, yeah, and right. I always ask the question, "Hey, what's the most important thing in your life?" Right. And what do they always say? Yeah, my relationships. Right. It's not selling. Mm -mm. It's not this. It's not that. Which is why I'm excited about this topic. Yeah, and I do want to be clear. We're going to talk about uh, relationships. You know, outside of 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 mm -hmm. work, but also we're going to talk about the relationships with our customers. And so the, some of the same principles apply. The key to building relationships, which is a question I do get asked a lot, especially when I'm working with, um, uh, I would, I call them sort of high IQ sales organizations. You know, they sell a really, um, you know, I mean, like a lot of times they're PhD, they're scientists, they're just really smart people, engineers. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the, the, and this isn't always true, but the, the more intelligent they are, Right. And the more knowledge they have, the more they may sometimes struggle with developing relationships. It's almost like, <laughs> is that why we're good at relationships? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm some people are good board. at everything. Tab. Some people are intelligent and they're both as, as uh, Goldman calls it EQ versus IQ, emotional right. quotient versus intelligence. So it's hard to be good at both. Although some people are like you and you, um, yes. 
the unicorns in the world. The unicorns. Uh, some people are. So we're going to talk about, um, so how do we do that with our customers and personally? So the first thing is you need to understand what people care about the most. So what, what, when you meet with a client, again, or mm -hmm. we can again apply this to our personal relationships, when you meet with a client, you, they're going to talk about their stated needs. Yeah. You know, the people tell you what they, what's your stated needs. This is what I, this is what I need. But below the surface, there's, there's unstated needs. Right. And, there's, mm -hmm. and, you know, there's the unstated business need, but the deepest level, the most important need that they have, what really all this is about is their emotional need. Like yeah. there's nothing more important than that deep emotionally that everybody has. And we talk about it as that need to be uniquely valued. Yeah. Like, do people care about me? Do I make a difference? Do what I do matters? Do I notice people will do anything to get that need met? Yeah, that's how you see people do crazy stuff because they didn't haven't had that need met and they will do anything to get that. Need. I mean, the stuff that people, we could talk about for hours, we could, we have a very yeah. exciting podcast about what people have done <laughs> to get that emotional <laughs> need met. And so, you know, and some people are good at ask, you know, at hiding that need or, you know, acting like it doesn't matter. It matters. I remember yeah. Jim Valvano said this in a, in a talk. He said, you know, when you're young, you yell to your parents or to anybody, watch me watch me. Yeah. yeah. Look at this. Watch me. He says, when we get older, he says, our shame keeps us from asking, but we want the same thing. We, nothing changes. We, nothing change. we just hide it, but, but we really want, and, and this was, uh, I, I know I'm talking, grabbing the mic here with that, but I got to tell you this story. So I bumped in to that point. I bumped in to a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago, um, at a, at a, where we kind of both own a lake house together. His is really, really large, and mine is really, really small. <laughs> Matter of fact, mine's uninhabitable, and his is a palace. So okay. This guy, this guy was a great football player uh, at Tech. Um, he, uh, you know, he went on to play pro for ten years, and he actually ended up becoming a head football coach in the NFL and took his team to the Super Bowl. So this guy. <laughs> I mean, he has nothing to prove. Yeah. And if the life was measured by a pyramid, I'd be way down in the pyramid, right? Yeah. But but as I was talking to him, and it was great to see him, we were catching up and um, reliving some of the good old days. We were talking about the size of football players when we played versus the size of players now. Uh -huh. And in a minute, and I mean, literally almost instantly, he pulls up a picture of when he played for the Jets and he showed me how big he was. <laughs> <laughs> which was fine there yeah, wasn't anything yeah. wrong but but he had that picture yeah. and he showed it to me and it's like and i thought why did he do that why yeah. because he wanted me to know that he used to be really big like he yeah, was he yeah. was you know he's like and which is fine there's nothing i love that he showed me that picture but the point is here he's a guy that's been on this field at the super bowl yeah i mean all the stuff that he's accomplished he but he mm -hmm. wants to show me hey do you see how big i was when i played for the jet yeah. Right. You know, and, and I remember Oprah Winfrey saying, she said, no matter who I have on my show, no matter who they are, how successful are the first question they asked me after the show is they say, how did I do? Exactly. Yeah. How am how, you know, it's almost like, am I okay? Did I do okay? Yeah. How did I yeah. perform? We all have that need. I know you don't tab. Oh yeah. It, it, it's like, it's unbelievable how powerful it is. Isn't it? Like, and, and I struggle, like if I'm getting ready to do a, a seminar or speak or something like that, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm just going remember, cause I'm, that need is so strong yeah. that, that you got to kind of put that aside because 
you want to, I want to make sure that I'm serving them and not just trying to take care of all my needs. So. Well, and you notice, you notice the, how important that need is if you ignore somebody yes. you know, or you get ignored like that. Yes. Cause sometimes if you're doing well and you're getting a lot of, you know, deposits in your emotional bank account and life's yeah. good and your relationships are rich and yeah. you're feeling that needs met, you're like, it's like, it's like having money. It's like, I got enough money. I'm fine. <laughs> but then you take it away and all of a sudden you see what really drives you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember being at a dinner party and I offered, and you know, this person I offered, uh, I don't know, potatoes to somebody, but I didn't offer it to somebody else. And they're like, what about me? <laughs> I'm important too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it's like, what is it like? It's like, why are you not, why are you ignoring? Like, everybody has that desire. Like, do you, like, just ignore somebody and see what happens. Yeah. Like, just talk, you have three people sitting and you just talk to two of them and don't talk to one of them. They will go, what, what is going, you know, like. They'll, it'll, it, they'll lose their mind. It's our, it, because it's our greatest need. Well, you know, I, 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 it's funny. It reminded me of early FedEx days, Tom. Remember? Yeah. Early client, Aslan. Yeah. And I used to go to this hotel. Yeah. And it, it was a great hotel. Nothing fancy, but just a nice hotel. Was it in, that Marriott? It was Memphis? at Marriott yeah. in Memphis yeah. near the pyramid. And I used to go there all the time because we did a lot of training there and this and that. And I had a great relationship there. And they always treated me really well. Well, I hadn't been there in eight years, 10 years. I don't know, eight years, probably. I was in Memphis. So guess yeah. where I went to stay? I stayed there. I walk in, I'm checking in and, and the person's checking me and I check in hotels every week of my life. Yeah, right. And she goes, well, Mr. Norris, welcome back. It's see, I see it's been a long time since you've been with us. And I'm like, first I'm looking around like, what? I've never had anybody say that to me in my history of checking into a hotel. It's just a Marriott. It's not like I'm at the Ritz Carlton or something. And she goes, um, uh, I said, well, yeah, it's good to be back. You guys have always taken good care of me. She goes, well, listen, well, we, we're so glad you're here. And we, by the way, we just want to have a, send you up a little something. Thank you for coming back and seeing us and like a, either a, a, a cocktail or a dessert. And I'm like, well, I love bourbon. She goes, well, we're <laughs> going to send you up a bourbon. And she goes, and by the way, you can't tip us. Just wow. thank you for coming back. I thought I was the king of the universe. Yeah. I didn't know I had a need for that, but I did. I want to be special. I, right. I felt amazing. Yeah. Versus like the, the lady that I uh, waited on me at the barbecue restaurant a couple of days ago where yeah. I go, I go, I looked at her and I said, Hey, the macaroni and cheese is cold. And yeah. I didn't order beans. I ordered Brunswick stew. <laughs> <laughs> And, and this is what she did. She looked at me and she just took the plate away. No, she, she didn't say she a brought, word. Didn't say a word. Then she brought it back. There was Brunswick stew instead, but the macaroni and cheese was still cold. Didn't say a word. I just did ate just it. Like, eat it? Yeah, yeah, like I feel, I mean, like, why does that bother me? Why don't I just say, Hey, the macaroni yeah. cheese is still cold. It's like, it's like, why are you ignoring me? And I, I want to always ask the question, mm-hmm. how long have you been in customer service? Yeah, yeah. But the, but the way that we feel, whether it's a transaction like that or a relationship, I should say, like that. And funny, I've had some of the same experiences, that same Marriott, where I remember literally, I still remember the waiter and what he looked like because I would have breakfast every morning because we yeah. would be there for weeks at a time. And he knew my family. He knew about me. He knew where I lived. He knew what I liked. <laughs> And I'm like, and I liked the guy. Why did I like the guy? Because he was noticing me. He met my needs. He's like, you're, you are important enough for me to remember who you are and care Mm -hmm. about you. And that, and and the reason we're talking about this is because that's all you need to know, right? To have relationships is focus on that emotional need. And what we typically do is we're like, well, I have my, I have my emotional need. So can I get you to meet that? 
And the other yeah. people are going, well, I have my emotional need. And they're like, well, can you meet that? And so we just kind of fight for the spotlight. And we're so consumed with ours that we forget about theirs. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, uh, what we teach, Tab, about how to meet that emotional need. And you, you obviously teach us all the time. But we have a little model that we talk about at Asla called serve more. Yep. Right. Serve more. More means more than they expect. Yeah. And we talk about three ways that we can serve the people in our lives more, whether again, it's customers or it's people in our lives. It's my wife, my, my, my significant other, my children serve more to, to explain that tab. Well, the way we like to think about it is if we're going to serve more. Yeah. You, it's, it's a, it's a progression. Yeah. I like to think about it is you, if you're going to pull this off, you start by caring more. You got to care more because if you don't care more, you're not going to do anything. So you've got to actually look at that customer, that prospect, that person as more than someone that's going to meet your needs, more than a commission check, more than that. Yeah. And because and, if you don't, you're not going to go to the next stage, which is if you, you got to care more, then you learn more. Because mm -hmm. if you care, then you're going to want to learn. I yeah. want to figure out like your your preferences, what you care about, what your personality style. I, I want to learn more about you, mm -hmm. which then leads us to what matters, which is the do more. Now yeah. I can do more than you expect to make you go, wow. Yeah. This is you not normal. I mean, we're talking about a stinking Marriott that I had. Uh, I want to meet the manager of that Marriott. I mean, that's amazing. Right. You and I both had that kind of experience. That's amazing. Yeah. And you can build the systems around that, but it has to be executed by humans and how yes. she treated you can communicate that she cares. Yes. Like you can have a problem and people deal with your problem and they're, and you, they can, you can tell that they're saying the words, but they don't care. Yes, that's it. And yeah. that's it. And it's a great, and by, I mean, I, I, I share this model with tons of people, yeah. you know, whether it's college students trying to have better lives in college or whether it's my children mm. or my wife, or I'm, you know, just, it's just, this is just absolute truth. Yeah. And I like, let's talk about the care more piece too. I'd like to unpack yeah. that a little bit because sure. I think, um, I think of it this way. I either look at the person as it's either a transactional relationship mm. or transactional situation. I'm like focused on what needs to happen yeah. versus who am I talking to? And I'll give you a personal example. Like my, my daughter, she's driving the car. Mm -hmm. um, she should, she was drinking, shouldn't be driving and drinking. She has a wreck. Yeah. Right. Right. What, what, what am I looking? The outcome I'm looking for is you shouldn't be doing that. And so let's deal with that. Like, this is what, mm -hmm. this is, I don't like what happened. Yeah. Right. So let's focus on what you didn't do or what you should have done, what you agreed to do versus are you okay? Mm. Like, is my relationship with you dependent upon how well you follow the rules and how well you save me from spending money on things I don't want to spend or yeah. making me stay up late at night or what I'm afraid of? Or is it, I care more about you than I do about all of that other stuff. Yeah. Like, is there a human being and in sales or a customer? It's like, it's, it's, uh, you know, is this about a commission? Yeah. Is this everything I'm doing? Cause, cause motive is ultimately transparent. Like, so if this is about how do I get you to, how do I treat you in a certain way? So I'm going to get more money. People smell that. Yeah. And I see or, it on the leadership side too. Yeah. I mean, I know we have sales leaders that join this call, um, this podcast and, and, it's the same thing. I watch coaches treat their people like 
a transaction. Good to say, yeah, well, well and, said, yeah. And we got to do the same thing. It's the same exact truth. We, they're not a trans, they're, they're not an, a means to an end. They're a person, they're a human being, mm -hmm. and they know if you care about them or you don't. They read right through it. <laughs> and that's what meets our greatest need. It's like if I, like, I mean, you've been managers. Some of us have had leaders that we work for that we would do anything for. I remember my oh, coach, yeah. my, my Bill Curry. I would do anything for that man because I could tell he actually cared for me. And then I've had other managers, leaders that I've worked for, like my first job, and the guy could care less who I was. All he was trying to do was come up with some sort of technique to get me to sell more. So yep. he'd come up, go, hey, let's go buy a BMW. I'm like, well, I don't need to buy a BMW. I got four kids. You know, I'm like, it's like he'd like to buy BMW. And his philosophy was if I get you more in debt, you'll have to sell more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's he your didn't motivation. care about me. He's like, he wasn't like, who are you? What do you care about? What are you trying to do? How do I kind of motivate you? What's important yeah. to you? I don't care about you. I'm, I'm trying to get you to help me sell more because if you sell more, then I can sell this and I can make more money and blah, blah, blah. And I, yeah. he doesn't care. Yeah. So I love that. So, first of all, you got to, you got to care more. And look at the human being beyond how, who are they? How are they doing? What's happening with them beyond the, the situation? Mm -hmm. uh, and then I love to learn more. I think of it tab as a file folder. Ah, that's good. I think of it as like when I think of, of a meeting with somebody that I've chosen to serve, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. I don't want to be interested to see if you think of it this way. Um, I have it, but I get, I think of it literally I visualize a file folder. I have their name on it. And in some people I have notes, right? And so I pull out their file folder and they tell me something and I put it in the file folder. Yeah. You know, do they like coffee? Do they yeah. not like coffee? You know, how does Mark like coffee? How do you like coffee? You're yeah. easy. You know, uh, what do they, you know? And so I put, because I care more about them, why does my daughter, why is my daughter doing certain things? You know, what is, what goes in that file folder? Can She can't remember to brush her teeth. Is that because she's ADD or because she's being, you know, she's, she's just being difficult or she's, you know, whatever. What Do I know her and do I understand what she cares about? Uh, same, probably more, better example is my wife. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I, well, that's, that was, that was a big aha for me. I know you, your, your IQ or EQ is much higher than mine. I had to learn this the hard way, banging my face against the wall. Um, Cause that's what, with her, I, you know, I just, mm. when we first got married, I would just yeah. buy gifts and do things for her that I didn't realize it's just what I liked. And what, and so yeah. what i never did is I never really learned about her. I didn't really, I cared about her, but I didn't, I, I didn't learn. And so I just kept going, I'm trying, I'm, I want to take, do picnics and take little trips and do little things. And I'm like, you don't seem to really like this. And she goes, yeah. I really don't. I'm like, well, that's not good. I'm doing it for you. And she goes, yeah. no, you're doing it for you. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh. And, we, and we ended up doing the five love languages. Ah, uh, okay. And, and we came up and it turns out my number one was quality time. Therefore, I like picnics and going to New York right. City and walking in the park and just, yeah. you know, guess she's acts of service. So, now, so she so wants you to do that. Yeah. She wants you to so mop you, the kitchen You know what? Floor. Really? Yeah, yeah. When I clean the garage without her yeah. asking, oh yeah. my, I, that's better than flowers. Yeah. It's like, it just, it's trans, but I know that's a silly example, but that's exactly what we're talking about. That's the file yeah. folder. And, it, and you're, you can continue sticking things in there. So you really know how to do more uh, and, and meet this need. So, and that's what sends the message. Mm. that the person that emotional need of being uniquely valued is that you think about your customers and you go, first of all, I'm going to look at you beyond a commission. 
Like, who are you? What do you do after work? What do you care about? What's your life like? What's happening? What's important to you? And again, I I like to think about is uniquely valued. They're unique and you need to, they need to, you need to value their, God's put them on this planet for a reason. Yeah. You see them and do you understand that? And do you want to get to know that? Um, and so when you, you care about that, then you learn more about them. And like, I, I think the little things like you're saying, make a big difference. Like I think about, um, I, I thought about this the other day related to this is ice cream. Mm. Like what kind of ice cream do you like? You know, like, do you like ice cream? Something really yeah, simple yeah. like that. So my wife knows I don't like sherbet. She loves sherbet. Okay. So I, I like what sherbet is. It's another like story for icy. another day. She likes icy. Oh yeah, yeah. Like icy kind of. Yeah, I like yeah. creamy. She likes icy. So she bought Hagen Dazs strawberry ice cream, which I love. It's creamy, very creamy. And I also don't like eating it hard and in the little cup or whatever. <laughs> you are saying. so high I'm, not, I'm just saying. I'm not demanding. I'm just saying. So but I know what I, I like. I, am I like. What I, am. I like. This is what I like. I like it kind of. I like it soft. So I put it on a little plate and I you take a fork and I smash it so that oh, it's gosh. like soft serve. I thought I knew you. I don't even know you. I, so I know this is why we're having the podcast. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you'll meet. So give me ice cream. So yeah, she I, brings me ice cream the other night like that the That's ice cream awesome. i like and serve i'm like love your wife yeah i mean so i'm like this is amazing like this is okay th- and I'm, I'm like you must really care about me it's like if i buy her a purse and i know what kind of strap she likes and she likes to put it on her shoulder and she what size she does and how she uses her purse it's like she goes you must really care about you must i must mean something to you yeah. And so that's the message we're sending. That's great. But I've right, got an so, example. I got an example okay. for, for sales. Mm-hmm. If, if that's, if you want to hear it, I I'd mean, just to hear it, Tab. Uh, true story for me, I had a client, I'm a very relational person. You may be shocked by that. I, yeah, I, I really, I like to, you know, I like to go to dinner, like with a client, I just <laughs> mm-hmm. inherited a new account and mm-hmm. I, this was the, this was the senior person that I was going to be working with. And all that I'd always just heard that, this person was tough. Watch mm-hmm. out, you know, right, right. you're, it's going to be bad <laughs> yeah. to survive. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? that's not going to work for me. I'm going to be, I'm going to win this person over. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I call them and, and I'm, you know, I'm coming out I'm like, Hey, Hey, I'm coming out. I'm really looking forward to kind of taking over this account. Um, and I really would like to take you and your team out to dinner. I think yeah. it would be great just to get to know mm-hmm. each other a little bit, kind of, you know, just have a couple of beers. We can just have a couple of beers. We don't have to do dinner, but I, whatever you guys want to do, I'd love right. to do that. And he, he goes, let me be real clear. That will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Whoa. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, and he said, here's the way, here's the way I like, I work in a way that it, I'm going to give you four. I'm going to give you about an hour, maybe twice a year. And we'll right. work through what we need to work through and we'll get it done. I know your number. I'll take care of you. And I mean, I'll reach out to you when I need something. That's the way this is going to work. Right. Okay. That was, guess what? I started work. Now that I knew that, and I worked with him in a very different way and it worked. Yeah. The relationship got better because I actually adjusted. And if I hadn't learned that, I hadn't figured that out. And I learned it, you know, maybe by, but it doesn't matter. You learn it. Doesn't, it. Just it's learn okay. It. You Put learn it. it. I mean, you, you ch- yeah, it's more the fact that you can't be perfect yeah. when you, especially as you start to get to know a customer. But the fact is, 
you're learning what's important to them because we tend to build relationships like we like like yes. people to work with us. We're like, oh, we, you know, we're relational, go to dinner. This is how you, some people are more relational. Some people are more tasked. Some people like details. Some people don't. Some people want big pictures. Some people like bullets, whatever, whatever they like, however they work. The idea that I'm going to adjust to you. Yeah. Because I know you, I care about you. I, I want to do what's important to you versus I don't, Hey, listen, I'm the, I'm, I'm the hero of the story and we're going to try to do it my way. <laughs> yeah. We do dinner when I come out. That's yeah, what we well, do. Then I, yeah. You know, yeah. Let's, good luck with that. You yeah. know? So again, it, if you yeah. want a relationship, that's not how it works. Right. That's not, that's a great example tab. Um, so let's talk a little bit about do more. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like I always think about, we talked a little bit about the birthday um, stuff. That's kind of an easy example mm -hmm. of where you do more like you, you give people more than they expect on their birthday. Again, the key is, is more than they expect. Uh, yes. But I think of probably what has more impact is what you write on the card. Mm. You know, like the personal, like, here's a card. It's uh, it was already filled out by somebody else. And uh, I, and they signed their name versus yeah. they say specific things in the card that like, okay, that you must know me or that took time or that, that whatever it is that means a lot to them that they don't expect. Yeah. That's the, where that's the do because the care leads to learn and learn leads to do, because if you just do like, mm -hmm. like you're talking about birthday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, it, with your wife, you're like, you're just doing, yeah. You probably just skip the, the learn you care. Yeah. Yeah, skip and, the and learn. Learn. That's exactly learn, right. Yeah. It all has, it all works together. Yeah. Well, you know, remember, you may blast from the past. Remember yeah. Vernon Buckman? I'm Vernon sure he's listening. Buckman. I'm sure he's listening to this podcast. Oh, yeah, and yeah. if he is, we miss you. God Vernon. bless you, Vernon. Yes. But I learned this from him. We, I was he was down in Savannah and, and I was staying with him and we he'd done a couple of sales calls and he grabs the we're having a he had a formal cocktail hour at five o'clock, you know. Yeah. And so there was martinis at five and I, we you know, we put our ascots on, you know. Yeah. It was funny. I'm like, well, I'm, we didn't do this where I grew up. But uh, anyway, so we're sitting there sipping a cocktail and he pulls out and he's got a, his own personal stationery and he's writing two, he wrote two handwritten thank you notes to clients, to prospects and wow. he sealed them up. And I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, Oh, I do this every day. Um, I, I, I make sure that's part, that's trigger. I, if I'm going to get my cocktail, I have to write at least two handwritten notes to somebody I'm trying to connect with a potential customer. That's amazing. And I thought, now I didn't know that. Yeah. That was, I thought that was really cool. And I, I'm, of course I've, I've been saying, I'm going to do that myself, but I still haven't <laughs> done it, but I love that because that's a perfect example of what we're talking about. Yeah. You know, he's just doing, doing more. more. It's just a little thing. It it's took a little him thing. Literally five. It took him four mm -hmm. minutes. Yeah. I've seen, it. I've seen people have, uh, have a tremendous impact on a relationship because they gave somebody a package of M&Ms. Yeah. Like it's because they knew what kind of M&Ms they like. They mm -hmm. thought of them because something happened. They were aware that it happened. Um, yeah. And I mean, it's like, 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 because I'm closing on my house today. So Sandy reaches out, Sandy that works at Aslan. Mm. She texts me and says, you know, you know, I'm excited about it. She, she kind of says some things in the text that she, she knows it's going to be hard for us to move from our home yeah. where we have all the grandkids at the, around the pool. And now we're moving to town and all that. She knows that she's like, okay, that's, that's, that it, it strengthens the relationship. It's like, and it's sincere. That's the thing. It can't be fake, but yeah. it's doing more than somebody. I don't expect you to remember. I don't expect you to care. I don't expect you. And then when you do, 
man, and I tell you, it is so easy to beat the competition now. If you just show up, yeah. most people just are so inward focused and it's just easy to out, uh, to outwork the competition because nobody's really doing anything. No. And I learned this through the pandemic. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't, you know, this client, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you who it is, but it's a, it's a good client of ours. They were really crushed. Yeah. They got crushed in the pandemic. I mean, like you're talking about major. Yeah. And they were really struggling. And I basically went to them and just said, I just want you to know I'm here. Mm -hmm. I will give you my time. I'm not going to charge you. We're gonna, if we need to work something out for this, I won't charge you. I'm going to send mm -hmm. you some things. And, and just really, and, and they were just blown away by that. They were yeah. just like, why are you doing this? I said, because you guys are, we have a partnership. I care about you. I want you to make it. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll get back in business someday, maybe two right. years, maybe five years. I don't know, but, and who cares? I'm saying I'm doing it from the past. It's from yeah. our past relationship, but I just want to help. And literally for two years, we got very, no, no money. I mean, nothing. We didn't get yeah. anything. And then it went. So I, and I just thought, you know what? They probably will never come back the way they did this year. You know who I'm talking about. We, it yeah. paid off in spades. Yeah. Yeah. Because and, it, and it, it leads to loyalty. It, it leads to, and, and you know, it's funny. This person said to me, Tab, I just need to tell you nobody we you she goes we found out through the pandemic who really cared about us yeah for real you do and we will yeah. have a partnership forever and a lot of people will never work with us again wow and wow. i'm a, it was like i had chills i mean because wow. it's like and I, it was nothing i mean it was nothing i mean literally mm -hmm. i just showed that i cared yeah that tab that is said this is the worst the whole podcast right here is this conversation is like when when things go south or things don't go like you want yeah. them to go, or when people disappoint you, uh, I'm thinking of some things that have happened with my children or my, my wife or people in my family or close friend. That's, that's when you see if people are really genuinely sincere. Yeah. So I always look at it as an opportunity. Like when my mm -hmm. kids really screwed up. Yeah. You know, that was an opportunity for me to, to demonstrate to them that my love is real that my love yeah. is unconditional because it's when things are great, everybody, of course, you know, I'm the, you know, I'm the straight A student that's making you look good or I'm the right. musician or I'm the sports person or I'm the whatever. No, I just wrecked the car. And like, my, <laughs> I mean, one time my daughter, and she wrote a book about this. So I, it's, I guess I'm free to talk about this, but yes, uh, my daughter showed up. We were at the football game. Her brother was the quarterback uh, his senior year. I think it was her sophomore year. And she shows up the football game. We're at the, the Mercedes Dome. But maybe it wasn't Mercedes back then, but it <laughs> back was the, then it was the Georgia Dome. Dome. Yeah. Georgia yeah. Dome. And they just happened yeah. to be playing a high school football game. And but there's so many people there. And she walks up. I'm sitting with all, you know, my peers, and she's drunk. Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, she she'd been drinking with her friends and she'd somebody, I don't know, whatever, but she was, and it was clear that she was drunk. And so that was, you know, but it was an opportunity to say, you know. I love you regardless of your performance, regardless of what's happening. I care about, are you okay? What is happening here? Why are you doing this versus this is embarrassing me and this is about me. And I, I loved having those opportunities. Love is a little strong, but I, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I don't love any of that, Yeah. but I appreciated the opportunities that when she or any of my children would cross the line, whatever that meant. And then I could yeah. say, Hey, I love you more than your performance, more than your yeah. behavior, more than anything you can do. And I think that's a, that's what you're saying about your clients. 
Yeah. Uh, it's like when somebody like a, a big deals on the line, I've been in situations like that where there's a big deal on the line and it's in a really important meeting and you might need that, need that deal. And you can tell things aren't going well. And it's like, what do you do? Maybe they're not personally not doing well. You could tell their facial expressions or something's up and you can just say, let's get this thing done before you, or you can yeah. say, okay. Yeah. And it reveals, it reveals who you are. Yeah, that's I love good. that story. I think we ought to close tab with, with a couple of just uh, important cleanup points here. I love it. Just bring it uh, home. Because, because we're getting to talk about kind of what we're not saying. Because um, I think the question that I always, I ask my, I have to check this and sort of filter this thought because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a legitimate thought. And I think everybody has to face this question. Well, what about me? Okay. Right, so we're talking about serve more. Yeah. Well, what about my needs? I have emotional needs. I have, you know, I have financial needs. What about me? Get and, a dog. That's what I always say. Yeah. <laughs> Get a dog. I mean, well, how am I going to, you know, like, <laughs> you know, if I'm out serving everybody, if I'm yeah. other centered, right. Yeah. And I've focused, my focus is on serve more. What about me? And, and here's what I strongly believe. If you have more, if you have an unconditional approach to serving other people, mm-hmm versus a transactional, meaning I will do it for you if you do it for me. So it's like, it's all transactional versus unconditional. Like I'm just gonna, I'm in, like, I'm gonna, I don't, you know, um, I've, I firmly believe, and I've seen this play out. I'm 60 years old. I've seen this play out over and over again. The people that have this sort of unconditional approach to relationships and have this serve more mentality, those people have the best relationships, the richest life, and their needs are met. They don't know where it's coming from. Yes. That's right. They don't always know where the needs are, but they, they, you have less control, but you have better and richer relationships and you have more love in your life. It's one of those things you can't put into spreadsheet. Because, no. You, yeah. You know, one of the ways that I, uh, I, I, I try to explain it is I think about something really simple, like the tail, I think of the tale of two waiters, so there's, you know, you have these waiters, if you've ever, you know, everybody goes to restaurants and you have the waiter that's like, I've been screwed before, mm-hmm. you know, I serve these big crowds and I get gypped for the tip. So I'm not serving anybody, yeah. you know, or I'll try to, I'll try at the end, come back and act really nice when I've kind of been a jerk the whole time and try yeah. to, you know, but it's, you can tell, it's just like, they're jaded. It's like, I've been in the service business and people are difficult to deal mm-hmm. with. Uh, and then there's the, 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 there's the waiter that's like, Hey, I'm going to serve everybody the best that I can. I'm going to, I don't know where it's coming from. I don't know who's going to tip me, but everybody's going to get the best service. And I'm going to treat everybody as a human being. And any you sit at my table, you're going to have the best possible experience. Who do you think gets better tips? Well, it's easy. It it's easy. Like the person that Jay, we all see the jaded person yeah. and then they go, yeah, of course you didn't tip me. You're like, of course we didn't tip me. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like they're, they're, it's self-fulfilling prophecy. But if the people yeah. that freely serve are the people that get the most tips, but I also think there's another, which obviously applies to also leads to the best relationships. It's like, we have this sort of generosity mindset versus mm-hmm. the scarcity mindset. Yep. But I also think there's another critical thing, and that's we have to choose, yeah. right? Tab, we can't serve everybody. No, or you don't serve anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just can't. You can't serve the right way. So talk, talk. Just that's a good thing to put into our wrap up yeah. here. So how do we do that? Yeah, and I think that's really important. This all works because you choose who you serve. You cannot serve everybody. So if you if you think about 
all your, you got your people in your personal life, you've got your customers, you have prospects. You can't serve everybody. You have to choose to cheat, as Andy Stanley says, which I love that book. Um, you have to choose. You can't get it all done. So I've got to choose my family over business. I've got to choose certain customers over other customers. I've got to choose yeah. certain prospects over other prospects because that's where it falls apart. Everybody wants something. And if you try to serve everybody, you'll serve nobody. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. you have to be really diligent. Say like let that client that you says, I'm going to, I'm going to invest in you. I'm going to, I'm, I'm choosing yep. to serve you. I'm not going to worry about my needs. I'm choosing, I'm all in. And there's other clients where you're wasting time. Yeah. And so you've got to pick where it's going to be worth an investment of your time. But then when you choose it, then you just serve them. Yeah. Like I can't yeah. worry which kid's going to love me back. I yeah. can't worry about is my, is my, is my wife going to love me or is, is who my friend, I just got to say, this is who I'm in. This is like, yeah. I'm in. And then I just give. That's really good. Back. Well, it's good because that's interesting because I picked two clients in the pandemic yeah. to really go all in. One was the right choice. The other was the wrong choice. I, but I didn't think I just picked with the knowledge that I had that I thought I'd get that made sense. I was right on one, wrong on the other. I still sleep well at night and I still did the right thing. But you know, I didn't get any return on that. That's OK. It'll all pay off. Yeah. Pays off. Well, the opposite, back to the waiter example, the other op, the other option is, hey, how can I work you to get what I want? <laughs> exactly. That's Does not, not going to work. work. No, no, you won't have relationships. You're, yeah. you, it's basically it'll all be transactional. And and here's the thing: when people, I, I heard it this way. I'll say I'll set it up this way. There's three C's really, or three gates that people walk through ultimately to buy. The first is credibility. Are you credible? Do you have a credible product? Are you a credible person? Then there's comfort. Am I comfortable with you? Yeah. Right. And then is there? Do you, am I convinced that what you can deliver is, is accurate? That's yeah. middle C comfort has a huge impact on whether you they're going to be convinced and whether they yeah. ultimately going to work with you. Yeah. And so when the relationship is, is legitimate, I should say, or it's, it's, you've got a strong relationship and you, you're approached it the way that we're talking about, people are comfortable yeah. and they tell you things. They don't tell other people. Mm -hmm. They they're more loyal. Uh, and then they listen to you when you, when you go to communicate to them about what it is that you offer. Yeah. That's good. All right, Tab, any other last parting shots? I'm going to, yes, I'm going to wrap it up with okay, this. You're wrap, my, you're my, you're we were really wrong saying this was not going to be a great podcast. <laughs> I'm just going to say. I, I was wrong. I, I, I was you wrong. were wrong. You were wrong. You came in really hot and strong mm -hmm. on this. It's going to be just okay. adequate. I thought it was fabulous. I, yeah. I really, I wrote, I learned some things. I mean, I I'm, whenever I learn things, I feel like other people probably learn things, so. I always, I always learn when I'm with you, Tab. And by the awesome. way, you are the king of relationships. So, uh, you know, I model you when I think about how to treat other people. So, uh, well, you know, it's I funny. I, it's, you say that I, I don't, I can be better. You know, it's like, I don't, it, it, it's always challenging to hear this because I don't think you arrive. Like, there, no, you, just, you, never you go, arrive. God, I don't serve that. I don't do enough for that person. You I know, blow I, it every day. I blow it every day. I don't, I don't. I don't care enough. I don't learn enough. I don't do enough. And yeah. I, I want to do more. So I think it's good. funny. I, I think about it on the way driving in today and thinking about this podcast. I thought of Angie five. Oh, she's amazing. And I, I thought about this idea of transactional versus unconditional. And I, she was one of our first big, big clients. Yeah. And we worked with her for years and multiple clients. And then I lost touch with her mm -hmm. and that's my fault. And, and yeah. so I, I would, and I, I, I hate to think that she believes that our relationship was purely based on 
the work that we were doing. But it, but you know, as time went on and and she's in Phoenix and you know we quit working together, I just quit following up with her. And yep. I hate that I did that. And I've tried to reach out to her a couple of times, but I get the feeling like she thinks, oh, yeah. you you know, I was just a client. And and she she actually means more to me than just being a client. And I, yeah. so I know I've blown it. I know I've blown it with uh, people are listening to that and they know me and they've worked with me. I've probably blown it with them. But but I knew ultimately um, I keep coming back to if I if I choose to move from a transactional to an unconditional and I choose well and I serve more, I'm going to have richer relationships. And it's like you said, it's an ongoing process. Sounds good. Great. Hi, brother. Again, thanks everyone for joining us for another episode. Please give us feedback. Like us if you like us. If you don't like us, just listen to other people's podcasts uh, <laughs> or give it and give us some comments. We'd love to hear from you and how we can serve you better. So thanks again for joining us for another episode of Sales with Aslan. Mm-hmm.